0: You turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 21. But while we're turning there, let me encourage you to pray for a couple of our uh, system first wives. Uh, Charlotte has a fever and she's been sick and under the weather. Please pray for Charlotte. The Lord would heal her. And then Janet Bowman also um, has been sick for quite a while and just struggling with some physical issues with sickness. So please be praying for her. It's good to see the Rothers back. They were fighting with COVID. And praise the Lord that they are doing better. Continue to pray for Steve Minio. And um, a little bit of a praise. Heidi was telling me this morning that um, his eyesight came back in the one eye that had been affected by the balls, uh, Bell's palsy, and so we're rejoicing in that. So there's hope that that whole thing that uh, the, the the cancer nerve, uh, the cancer cells that are around that nerve in his face, will uh, let loose, and he'll be able to uh, get everything back to normal. So please continue to pray for that and pray for him. He'll be driving back and forth over the next week and a half or so, uh, getting radiation down at Emory. So please be praying for safety for him and for the Lord to use that in his life. Um, they're always such a blessing to us and such an encouragement. Um, one of the things that Heidi will often text when she's updating us. And God is, is, uh, God is good, especially today. And uh, it's just been a, a personal encouragement to me. Well, take your Bibles and turn, if you're not already there, to Matthew chapter 21. We'll be looking at verses 28 to 32. Um, and so this, this evening, I'm just going to be preaching a little bit of a devotional, basically, from this passage. Just kind of confront some things. Um, And uh, for those of you that can't be with us tonight in person, that are watching by way of live stream, I trust that you'll really take these things to heart. Um, And though though you can't be with us physically, that you are with us in spirit, and that the Holy Spirit of God will do a work in your heart tonight as you're joining us and watching. Look with me in Matthew chapter 21, beginning of verse 28. Jesus says, "But, But what think ye? A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and he said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterwards he repented and went. And he came to the second and he said, likewise, and he said unto him, and he said, I go, sir, and went not. Whither of them twain did the will of his father, they say unto him, the first Jesus saith unto them, Verily or truly I say unto you, that the publicans and harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John, that's John the Baptist, came unto you in the way of righteousness. Remember, he baptized with the baptism of repentance. Change your thinking, change your understanding. You cannot establish your own righteousness by keeping the law. Messiah is coming. You must put your faith in him to have forgiveness of sin and eternal life. And the Bible says, Jesus said, But the publicans and the harlots believed him, and ye, when ye had seen it, repented not afterward, that ye might believe him. So I understand that the, the primary application Jesus is making in this text is that uh, when John the Baptist preaching in the power of the Spirit, the Word of God, repent and believe Messiah is coming, that the harlots and the publicans, these people that would have been considered the outcasts of Jewish society, these people who had been outwardly rebellious by their very lifestyle, they said to God, I will not. I'll not abide by your law. I will not fear you. I will live my own way. I'll do what I want. And yet, the Spirit of God, through the preaching of John the Baptist, pierced their heart, and they repented, and they were baptized, and they believed. And Jesus is confronting these religious people who said, We love God. We love the Word. We're faithful to the Word. We love Jehovah God. We have Abraham to our father. We have Moses. We respect these patriarchs. Uh, Look at our great lineage And yet they really didn't love God because they did not love his son. They did not love his message. They did not listen to his messenger. John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ, prophesied through the Old Testament they would not believe. And even when they saw the miraculous power of God to take these hardened, rebellious, wicked, prolifically wicked sinners living blatantly flaunting God's law and God's spirit gets a hold of their heart and they repent they're baptized and their lives are changed even in the face of that irrefutable evidence they would not believe so they gave lip service I go sir but they went not but I also find a practical application here this is a message this passage I preach this message in Christian school chapels and I imagine every parent here would say amen thank you for preaching a message like that because there are boys and girls that when their mom and the dad tell them to do something in their hearts they say i will not and they need to repent of that attitude and they need to obey with a good attitude and there are others who say okay i'll do it you know and and then somehow they just never quite get around to obeying they don't want to get the spanking they don't want to get in trouble right uh, but but they'll but they'll kind of go that way i know what would happen to my son if i said son Go out and mow the grass. Now, we didn't have a vineyard to work in, all right? So I'm going to change the illustration a little bit from Christ's parable of go working in the vineyard, right? If I had said to my son, Son, go out and mow the grass. And he said, I will not. You know what happened? The Board of Education would have been applied to the seat of learning. And there would have been weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth. And hopefully repentance and love and prayer and restoration. And then obedience. And you know what? God deals with his children the same way. When we fold our eyes and we get our back all up and we say, I will not. When God says, stop it. Stop sinning. We say, I will not. It's not that big a deal. It's not that bad. It's not hurting anybody. Whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he received. What son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? And then there are also those when God says, do this. And the Spirit of God prompts you it may be it may be just to call somebody up and to encourage them and pray with them and you say I, I just don't have time for that or or maybe it is there is this divine appointment and there's an opportunity for you to share your testimony or invite somebody to church and and kind of tell a little bit about about your relationship with jesus christ or or maybe it's to take a stand for the truth and to shine as a light and to be salt in a very wicked culture and society. And we're like, I'm not going to get shot at. I'm not going to take that persecution, that guff. I've already got enough problems at work. I don't need to add to it. And we say, I will not. And again, I believe that the Lord's going to work lovingly but firmly in our hearts to bring us to that point of Repentance. And then there are other Christians, kind of like the Pharisees, who say, I go, sir, I love the Lord, I want to serve the Lord. But somehow they just never get around to doing it consistently. And if they do something for the Lord every once in a while, they really pat themselves, almost break their arm, patting themselves on the back, thinking they've really done the Lord a great service. There are so those who say, I go, sir, I love the Lord, I want to serve, what do I need to do? And you say, well, why don't you do this? And they'll say, okay, hang on, I, I left something in the car, I'll be right back. And guess what? And they, they never come back from that little trip to find whatever's in the car. You see what I'm saying? They're, they're kind of avoiding whatever it is they need to be doing. And then I believe that there are some Christians, so I believe there are some Christians who have said, I will not, but the Spirit of God's been working in your heart recently, and there's been a transformation, and you're saying, Lord, I'm repenting. I'm going out into the vineyard. I know what I need to do, and Lord, I'm going to start doing it again, or I'm going to start. And then there are others who say, I go, sir. I love the Lord. I can sing the hymns. I know where to turn in the scriptures. I can give a testimony. I can act. I can talk like I'm serving, but I'm really not doing anything for the Lord. And I've got good reason not to. Hmm. I pray that that I go, sir, kind of pharisaical, hypocritical spirit, and that God will strip the veneer away from that and, and show you your heart, that you'll repent of that and say, I need to obey. I need to be like the first son and repent of that. And I need to go work in the vineyard. And I think that there are also some, God's been working in your heart, and you say, I don't know where to go in the vineyard, but Lord, you, put, you, you, you just point me in the right direction. You tell me where to go and what to do, and I'll do it. I'm just not sure where I should be serving. I am glad that you asked that question because I'm gonna share with you some aspects where you can invest in building the kingdom of God uh, and our part in the wall as we looked at this morning remember Nehemiah 4 6 our theme for this year for the people who had a mind to work you want to get busy serving the Lord I've got some some things for you that you can that you can do so I'm going to start with events in 2024 the first one is ladies brunch Bible studies we had one the ladies had one yesterday says, well, how can I get involved? Well, you can invite other ladies to come. Uh, They're going through the Gospel of Matthew. What a great way to introduce ladies in your neighborhood or in your extended family or at work to come on a Saturday morning once a month and to hear the gospel through this Bible study and to meet other ladies who are born-again believers who can show that lady the love of Christ, it could be a great evangelistic tool. It could also be a great discipleship tool, encouraging other ladies to come and just inviting them to be a part of the ladies' brunch. You could fix uh, some food and bring that with you, help with cleanup. You can be there just to be a support and an encouragement uh, just by your demeanor and just by having conversations to, to purposely come and be an encouragement. Men's breakfasts, so guys. Again, we can invite. Uh, we can serve. You can come about 6:30 uh, on Saturday morning, and you can come into the kitchen and you can help uh, Brother John make the bacon, or cut up some uh, fruit, or uh, make, ter- flip the pancakes, or the, or whatever we're going to have. Sometimes it's French toast, and or help make the scrambled eggs, or whatever uh, the hash browns. We have all kinds of stuff that we're doing, and you can help with setup. You can help with cleanup. You can come. You can serve. You can be an encouragement through fellowship. Uh, and, and by the way, guys, advertisement, Pastor Wyman is going to be bringing uh, the devotional challenge uh, this Saturday. So you're going to want to make sure you come and here it. your heart will be blessed. You'll walk away challenged. Uh, from what Pastor Mike has to share with you as we kick off our men's breakfast. Cornhole outreach. It's starting uh, a week from this Thursday. Sign up, invite somebody. I've already got my partner. And uh, so we're going to meet on Tuesday nights and we're going to do cornhole. We're also going to do maybe some mentoring uh, together. Uh, But invite somebody. You can use this as either an evangelistic outreach or as a fellowship thing. Maybe someone you're discipling. It's a time that you can spend together enjoying the fellowship of God's people. And then also uh, maybe spend some time either before that or afterwards in Bible study together but that's another opportunity uh men's retreat march 15 and 16 men already mark that on your calendar start saving your pennies and your spare change and be ready to go uh we're going to have uh big bob roberts some of you kids have been to the wilds boot camp and you know big bob uh brother roberts bob roberts he'll be coming he's going to be preaching our men's retreat and so you can come you can be inviting others to come to that Uh, you can uh, be an an encouragement in that you can serve there's different ways we can serve you can ask pastor mike about some of the different things or pastor blake what are some aspects in helping bring things up and set things up and then clean things up and just different things um and 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 you can be an encouragement and you can come and join us and 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 prepare for a week of revival meetings. so then uh on uh, march 17 to 20 uh we're going to be having revival meetings and uh, these are for god's people but you can be inviting and you know what it's okay even if you invite somebody else from another fundamental independent Baptist church to come to these things. It's okay, all right? We'll let them get in on the blessing, all right? So if you know folks in other churches, uh, I'm gonna be sharing with some of the other churches in our area that are of like-minded, like-minded to encourage them to come or let their people know about it so that they can come and hear the preaching of God's word and have their hearts stirred and changed. And folks, it's an op- a wonderful opportunity to invite folks to come to serve, to encourage, and even then uh, to plan and to save so that you can give in a generous love offering uh, for our special speaker, for our our preacher, Brother uh, Robert. Bob Roberts, you're going you're gonna to really enjoy and appreciate that. And then we got our Easter sunrise service. We're Actually, this year, we're going to do an Easter sunrise service. And then we're going to have a breakfast. And then we're going to have a morning worship service. So you can come. You can help set up with that. You can help with the food service. You can invite others to come to that sunrise service or, or come to the morning service. You can help with set up and with cleanup afterwards. And you can just come to be a blessing. Um, there's going to be a team kickball tournament on April the 13th. And you can ask Pastor Mike. But there are usually, there's all kinds of stuff. Setting up. Things Uh, Sometimes we need people to help with first aid. So if you have a medical background, um, we could use you to help with that. Um, We have uh, food usually and drinks and different things like that. Uh, Like we have a three-on-three basketball tournament or a kickball tournament. Uh, There's all kinds of help. We need people that would come and be ready after the preaching to counsel somebody, to show them the way uh, to trust Christ as their Savior. So you can come, you can be a part of it uh, in that way. Um, We might need some referees. Um, But you can come and you can serve. You can see Pastor Mike about that. Grace and Days Outreach. um, We have that on May the 25th. Uh, So you can come. Uh, you can help us with setup maybe the day before on Friday afternoon. If you can't be there on Saturday uh, or be there Saturday, come bring your family. Come for an hour. Um, we usually have some sort of games that, that kids can do and they can win a prize of some candy. And we usually have a basket, uh, several baskets that we give away, nice gift baskets. And you can get people's information written down on cards. You can hand out some of the church information that we have, engage people in conversations, hand out bottles of water. We have a bunch of bottles. Pastor Blake got a bunch of uh, water bottles, little ones that have Marine Baptist Church on them and some information, and so we're going to hand those out. Um, so there's different things that you can do that way. Matter of fact, we're going to be doing uh, Logan, Loganville Auto Outreach on October 19th, so same type of thing. Uh, we're gonna be doing the same type of a thing so you can come and serve in some of those capacities. It's just a way to reach out into our community. Sometimes you get opportunities to engage in gospel's conversations. And there's some folks that have been coming, not every Sunday, but consistently when they when they're able to, that we met at the Lilburn Days outreach this last fall, and even some from Grace and Days last year. And so God is using these things and 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 who knows the gospel tract information that we hand out, how God's gonna use that in eternity. We don't know. We're not gonna see all the fruit from our efforts, but we don't need to. We leave that up to God. Uh, We're sowing the seed. We're watering the seed. God gives the increase and someday we'll know about it in heaven and be able to rejoice then. We have Vacation Bible School coming up June 9th to 13th. Man, you talk about opportunities to serve. We need a lot of hands on deck. We need teachers. We need assistant teachers. We need people that can help and do crafts, um, snack time, uh, all kinds of different things uh, for our VBS and then uh, our ladies retreat is September 14th. And again, you can help with set ladies that you can help. Usually there's some sort of a craft. You can help with that. You can invite other ladies, uh, be there to be an encouragement and have fellowship or even help with the cleanup. There's just different aspects where you can serve and be involved. You say, well, it doesn't seem like, you know, helping with setup or helping with cleanup or bringing some food or helping with food prep or serving food. That doesn't really seem to me like serving the Lord. Well, don't forget what Jesus said. He said, if you give a cup of water to a child in my name, you've done it unto me. See, it is the motivation with which you are serving. Okay. Uh, Not everybody is gifted to preach or to teach. But all of us can serve in some capacity and God has given us, and I'm going to save this more towards the end, but there are opportunities for you to take the talents, abilities, interests, Uh, and resources that you have and invest them in the kingdom of God. And so we'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the message. We're going to have our fall festival, October 27th. So we'll do a trunk or treat again. Um, And, and we're going to be doing uh, inflatables. We'll need people to help with registration, someone to help with the snacks and beverage refreshments. We usually have a campfire with s'mores this year. It was a little bit warm. We didn't have a whole lot of participants there, but if we have cold weather, we'll get a lot of people standing around that campfire and roasting marshmallows and eating s'mores. And, uh, and it's just a wonderful time like that just standing around or or if you're working at the inflatables and kids are playing and you're standing there and the parents are watching their kids playing the inflatables to engage them in conversation i'm not saying you got to preach them a gospel message or anything like that just get to know them ask them get to know you questions and and share a little bit about yourself and invite them to church and just let them know you know what uh we're flesh and blood just like you we're real down to earth common ordinary everyday people we're supernaturally born again. God is changing our lives, but we're just people just like you. We'd love to have you come and be with us. Uh, there's other things uh, in our fall festival. Uh, we have a hayride. ride. Usually uh, we have a sound booth set up. You can help with that. Craft tables, face painting, uh, parking. There's a photo op. Uh, there's all kinds of different things that you can serve. And some of you have served in that. And, and you just know that a wonderful uh, sense of of reward uh, and of fulfillment in serving the Lord, whether you're helping people park cars or you're directing them towards the registration or or whatever you're doing, folks, it takes all hands on deck to accomplish these things. And the wonderful thing is that you're getting involved, serving the Lord, helping build the walls of Christ's kingdom in this community. And then uh, we're going to have Underground Church November eighth uh, and ninth. think i missed one yeah i did um evangelistic meetings with chase williams um and that'll be september 15th to 19th um and so you can invite and participate and counsel and give he does gospel illusions and so he'll get into public schools and he'll do some illusions and then he'll invite folks to come and do just some smaller things kind of tell them what the week of meetings is all about describe our church a little bit um and then uh and then we're going to have lord willing a lot of folks from our community so we need you here so that you can meet them so that you can befriend them and so that some of you can counsel with them when they come to trust christ as their savior and and uh, chase emphasizes the word of god now i use the gospel allusions as illustrations and in there in a sense it's a draw uh, but the main point and the balance that Chase has, I really like, as I've studied through his material and talked with him, his balance is on preaching the word of God. It is not through illusions and it is not through a dynamic personality. It is through the Holy Spirit taking the gospel and transform that, that lives are transformed and people are saved. But you can be inviting for that and you can make your plans to attend. Folks, in, in these events and these dates that I have mentioned, um, and we usually will do six months at a glance and we'll put that as an insert in the bulletin, let me strongly encourage you to plan your vacation times around the events that are going on at Berean Baptist Church. I trust that doesn't sound haughty or selfish, but I believe that we should prioritize the ministry of God's work above our relaxation. Now I know even Jesus said to his disciples, come you apart into a desert place and rest a while. And if you don't come apart to rest, you're gonna fall apart. Uh, I understand that you need a vacation, you need a break. And I know sometimes there are family events But folks, do your very best to fight for keeping the times free when we have special meetings and when we have special outreach events. And don't somehow miss, conveniently or inconveniently, uh, because of other uh, plans. Prioritize the work of the ministry. I'm not asking you to prioritize Berean. I'm asking you to prioritize the gospel. I am encouraging you to prioritize ministering to your brothers and sisters in Christ in building the key people of God and in prioritize doing the work of the ministry. Again, unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. As Jesus said in John 15, five, for without me, you can do nothing. We always keep those things in mind, but we don't sit back in our easy chair and just think somehow God's gonna do the work. And just because we show up and put some money in an offering plate or maybe do something once in a while that God's gonna grow his church, uh, God grows his church through his people doing the work of the ministry. Okay, and we are to labor. The Bible often uses words like to, to labor, okay, and to work. And the word "work" in the Greek uh, means to expend great amount of energy. And that word "toil" means to work to exhaustion. And if we'll do that for the Almighty Dollar, should we not do that even more for our, our Almighty King and Lord? So we need to prioritize these things. And then we have our underground. Teen uh, Church Teen Outreach, November 8th and 9th. You can set up on the 7th. Help us with set up. There's a lot of set up to do for this two-night event. And then we have a junior high night and a senior high night. You can come one or both nights. We need KGB agents to chase kids around in the dark and have fun. We need folks that will counsel and lum on these kids. Um, again, we need help with food uh, set up and take down and clean up and getting things prepped for the next night and on all those sorts of things. So there's a lot of ways that you can get involved with our, with our underground church outreach And then our Christmas program uh, on the weekend of December 14th and 15th. And we'll be sharing more with you about that later. But these are just some key dates and some key things, ways, events in which you can be involved. And let me encourage you to make it your goal to be involved in every one of these as they're appropriate. Now, men, we can't go to the ladies' brunch. All right? And ladies, you're not coming to men's breakfast except next month. Next month, the ladies are coming, and guess what, guys? We got double duty because we're fixing all the food, both for us and the ladies, all right? So, and I've had this an overwhelming request that we must have bacon, all right? So, Brother Chuck, we got to have bacon for this one, all right? The ladies want the bacon. And uh, I don't think the guys will mind either, all right? Uh, but we're going to be having, we're going to meet together, we're going to have a combined breakfast, and then we'll split up and we'll have our men's devotional time. The ladies will then split up and they will have their, their devotional time as they study through the book of Matthew. Uh, but then uh, all of us can be involved and make it a goal to try to be involved in some capacity in every one of these events <laughs> and ask God to give you the grace to do that and prioritize these things. Uh, you know what, folks? You're going to be so fulfilled and refreshed. You really will. Uh, and I want to just encourage you to make these things priorities. Let me talk to you now about uh, next, some, some weekly uh, ministries and opportunities. Folks, we still need nursery workers. Um, you can talk to Dania about that. And you know what? The more folks that we have taking turns in the nursery, the less often those who are working in the nursery have to miss the preaching so you're having a ministry being a blessing to some of the other ladies that are faithfully serving in the nursery. And we praise God and thank God for those ladies who are already doing that. But if you would join that army and fight the battle with the babies in the nursery, you know, and, uh, and minister to those kids and minister to, the, minister to some of those ladies so that they can get in more consistently into some of the services. Again, many hands make light work. So that's, that's an opportunity to be involved on a regular basis, maybe even a weekly basis. Hey, Sunday school teachers. You say, well, I'm not sure I'm ready to be a Sunday school teacher. Well, we need assistance to Sunday school teachers. And that's one of the ways that we like to train Sunday school teachers around here is by having them as assistants and they can observe and ask questions and then, then the, 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 the lead Sunday school teacher will ask the assistant to prepare a lesson. We'll help them with that preparation. We'll help them with techniques and teaching And then we'll let them fly. We'll maybe help evaluate them and and let them improve and then cultivate that and let them teach more. And so those of you that are uh, lead Sunday school teachers, let me encourage you. If you don't have an assistant Sunday school teacher to recruit somebody, please check that through the pastoral staff. We don't want to be overworking folks. And you may not be aware of other ministries in which they are involved. So please let us know about that. Um, but uh, we'd love for you to recruit some assistant teachers. If you'd say, you know, um, I would love to be able to learn how to teach a Sunday school class. And I believe maybe uh, the Lord may have gifted me in that. At least I have a desire and an interest in that. Uh, please come and let one of the pastors know about that so we can pair you up with a Sunday school teacher. We need more children's church workers. Uh, whether you're teaching in, Sundays, in, in the children's church or whether you're helping with the music or whether uh, you are just sitting among the children and helping them uh, to be able to sit still and to listen and those sort of things. Or something happens, and one of the kids needs to go out to the bathroom, you're able to go out and help them. Uh, we just need some help, some more help uh, with our children's church workers. Folks, uh, the greeters, uh, you can see the Gessners and you can get put into the rotation. If you can smile and you can hand a bulletin to somebody and you can just engage in a little bit of conversation, you could be a greeter. And we need more greeters. And again, many hands make light work. And uh, another ministry that we're thinking about doing this year that may be in the works is something we're going to call Sunday school liaisons. You say, what in the world would a Sunday school liaison be? It would be a couple that would greet guests Um, And they'd kind of be in the the foyer near the Sweat Ministry Center. And when families come in that are are guests or are just been coming a couple of weeks, that they would go over to them, help them get their children checked in, and then actually take the family back to the children's Sunday school class and then share with them some of the different options for the adult Sunday school classes and help them get to a Sunday school class. And that helps people begin to navigate. Uh, Although to us, our building is very... Uh, simply laid out to guests um, it can be confusing probably the most confusing thing is which side did I park on right and uh, so but you can help with that uh, and you can help people find the way around the church find Sunday school classes get engaged introduce them to folks and so we're looking for some some people and we got some people in mind to lead that but we're going to need some more people to help with that again uh, if we have people that can do that in rotation then that will be very helpful. We want to be able to engage as many people doing ministry on a regular basis. So even if it's not every other every week, maybe it's every other week or something like that, we still want you to be able to be involved. And, and another thing is that maybe one week you're in the nursery, and then you're in the services for a couple of weeks, and then you're doing Sunday school liaison um, another Sunday. So this would give you opportunities to be involved in several different ministries because you may not be doing the same one every week but you're doing something regularly every month in a rotation okay Um, or maybe you just adopt one ministry and you're in that ministry week in and week out faithfully serving there Um, we need folks that'll be willing to put away sheet music for the choir that's a lot of work um, we praise the Lord. We have some folks that are doing that, and I'm sure it would be good if we had some more. We could get it done a little bit more quickly, or we could give each other a break, and that sort of a thing. So just something as simple as putting away the music so that we know where to get it the next time. We can find it, and, uh, and everything is organized and ready for the next use. Um, ushers. You say, well, some of you men say, well, I don't know how to ush. It's okay. Mike Burrow will teach you how to ush, okay? And you can be an usher. It's really not too hard, okay? Uh, so that's an opportunity where you can serve. Again, you don't have to ush every week, uh, but you can ush whenever you're needed, okay? And, uh, and that's just an opportunity uh, to serve the choir. You say, man, I love the choir and, and, and all that. Maybe God has gifted you. You say, well, I don't have an operatic voice. I'm not very trained. So what? You know what? If you can carry a tune, you can read music a bit. Um, You can talk to Pastor Mike, still our music pastor, uh, until March 31st. Um, And so please be praying about that. Uh, Please be praying for the the, uh, Easter Cantata. That is the 31st, March 31st. And that would be Pastor Mumman's last official Sunday. So please be praying for him. And God will give him grace between now and then. Uh, it's just been getting a lot more uh, difficult for him. He'd never tell you this. But it's just getting a, little more, a lot more difficult with what he has to do with the Becca books. And then also all the work of the ministry in music. Even part-time here, it's just a lot. And so also be praying for us as we seek God's guidance for bringing in another music pastor. Uh, please be praying. That is another important transition our church will be making. And we want to make sure that we are following god's will and we're using wisdom in the choices that we make Uh, but also the orchestra man you know what i love brass and and at christmas time when we had that brass ensemble playing oh man you know that that that, to me that's like sitting in a jacuzzi man i just ah i just love that i love brass music you know um and uh and we if you can play brass you might have to get your lip back and shake um you might have to dust off your instrument uh but and practice some uh, but we'd love to have you, not not just the brass section. I, I love the brass section, but I love all y'all. I love the wind, woodwinds, and I love the strings. Um, and so we just really enjoy that. And uh, and it's a real blessing um, to our people, not just those who come here, but those that are watching by way of live stream. And so you can get involved in our orchestra. Um, and, it, you know, we have the the keyboards, the pianos, and the organs. And if God has gifted you in that way, and maybe we don't know about it, but you can play uh Hymn in, in hymns and congregational music, um, then you can let us know about that. Maybe you're, you say, Well, I prefer to accompany special music. Let us know about that. That is always a need. We could use help with that. Uh, we have Embrace Grace. If some of you ladies are interested in serving in Embrace Grace, you can see Heather Gessner and let her know about that, of your interest. Again, uh, she can help you get involved and know how to serve there. So those are some, so when that, and that's not going on every week, but it goes on for 12 weeks. So as every Week for twelve weeks uh, on Wednesday nights. Um, so and that's consistently several times per year. So you can be involved in that. Also several times a, year, a couple of times a year, we'll do something like Financial Peace University or Grief Share. And if you've been through that and you say, you know what, I just love to sit in and and get engaged with some of the, of the uh, you just kind of audit the class, but be engaged with some of the the guests. Uh, that don't normally come to our church and see how i can minister to them i think that'd be a fantastic way to to take what god has taught you and invest it in the lives of others and help welcome them uh, towards the berean church family so there's some things like that that you can do as well so here's some regular ministries all right top one on the list brother john sunday prayer team on sunday mornings you can be in a rotation Um, Where you go into the furnace room. Now it's not the actual furnace room, we call it the furnace room. Uh, because guys get down on their knees and they are praying during the preaching portion of the service for the preaching of the word of God, for God to work in hearts, that the ministry of the gospel would go forth, not only in our auditorium, but through live Livestream, that, that gospel seeds will be planted and watered and God would save souls, that the hearts of Christians would be stirred, that those who need to be rebuked and confronted would be, that those that need to be strengthened and encouraged would be, and those that just need the teaching in some area and clarification in their life, that God would give them that. And, and I so appreciate Appreciate, uh, the prayer ministry that Brother John leads. Um, and so if you are interested in that, if you're in high school and above, if you're a teenager, you need to ask your parents to make sure you have permission But those of you that are high school age and above, let me encourage you to see Pastor John. And again, it's not that you're doing it every week. You're doing it on a rotation basis. Um, And you can let uh, Brother John know how frequently you can serve in that. Uh, But that is is a ministry that you can have. I would challenge you. I believe that would be a great blessing to you. And I know it would be a great blessing to me and to many others. Uh, Food service. We need folks that are be willing to sometimes lead teams. Like we have a funeral, and we'll need a lady to kind of lead a team of other ladies to coordinate and to fix and to prepare and to bring food to get things set up and decorated, so that after a funeral, when we have a meal for the family, and that is such an incredible blessing to the family who've been grieving, who've been having a difficult time to be able to come in, have a meal, sit together, and and think back on, on wonderful, precious memories, and and maybe even just catch up on news. Sometimes, unfortunately, the only time family gets together for things like funerals um, and people are re- reacquainted at funerals and so there's just a lot of food prep cleanup setup decorating uh, food prep serving uh, there's a lot there um, also when we have baby or wedding showers to set up for that to help decorate for that to do food prep cleanup, setup, up all those sorts of things um And then uh, also fellowships. We have uh, different food fellowships to be able to serve in that. And again, you don't have to be involved in every event every time, but you can be involved in that on a regular, committed basis in serving the Lord. And if God's given you an interest or if he's given you ability in those areas, then put them to use and invest them in the kingdom of Christ. we're also going to be uh, I already kind of mentioned it, but decorating we have seasonal decorations and sometimes Charlotte um, heads that up Charlotte, Charlotte Felber heads up uh, our decorating around here and there are seasonal times when she could use some help, especially like at Christmas, But there are other times of the year when you can help with the, with the seasonal decorations and then there are other times when we need decorations for, spe- for special things uh, like, like I was talking about if it's a baby shower or a wedding shower and we may need to have some help with decorations and if God is gifted to you in that um, then you can help with that. Uh, also, door hanger canvassing. Uh, this year, we want to take a Saturday morning per month, and we want to do uh, door hanger canvassing. You say, what is that? Well, we have door hangers, and it has the information of the church on one side and the gospel on the other side. It's just these laminated, thick cards, uh, done just first rate. They're excellently done, very sharp. And just, we have a huge map down in the office, and we're going to be marking it up marking off areas reaching our surrounding community just by getting door hangers out we've had folks that have come because there was a door hanger and they didn't realize uh uh, things about our church or what kind of church we were and just the personal touch that we cared enough to get in their neighborhood and put a door hanger on their door was enough to prompt them to come and check us out and so or check us out online hear a message watch a service and then come here uh to church and so let me encourage you to be a part of that um, we're looking at possibly starting a Del Mar Gardens ministry. Um, we're not sure still if we're going to be able to do that. Um, I tried to do that a couple of years ago, but the activities director, we had a time set up and all that. And then she said, but you have to have the COVID immunizations in order to do that. And I know that in our congregation, there are some folks that would like to serve that are not going to get uh, the COVID shots, uh, the immunizations. And I understand that. And so we were going to wait until the time when that's no longer a requirement so that we'd not be exclusive of our people, the folks that would like to be involved in that serving. And so um, I'm assuming we're going to be contacting them. We had a wonderful time at Christmas. The, the, uh, the uh, children went over there and sang Christmas carols, the, the frontline kids, uh, excuse me, and, uh, are, and they had a great time. And so we're going to try to do a regular service over there. And there's different things you can do, just talking to the residents, maybe handing out songbooks gathering them afterwards. Um, Maybe we'll have you give a testimony or maybe do special music or maybe have some of you men bring a devotional challenge. Uh, There's a lot of different ways that you can get involved on a regular basis. And again, it may not be that you are involved every time, but you are involved with that ministry consistently. Another one is serving, serving folks within your care groups. And so uh, we are revamping a few things with our care group's ministry this year. Our deacons know about that, and uh, you'll be updated uh, as we go along this year. But, you know, the reason why we have care groups is not so that when somebody has a need, that it's the deacon and the deacon's wife and the assistant and the assistant's wife that are doing all the work to meet all the needs within that care group. That's not how it's set up. It's set up so that, yeah, they want to be involved in and servant help too, but their job is to administrate so that the people within the care group are taking care of each other. And we break it up geographically so that you're not driving an hour and 15 minutes to go deliver a meal to somebody who needs it. But folks, listen, if you've ever received a meal, and, and uh, Andy Curlis Andy was, was sharing a testimony with us, how when he had COVID, how folks from the church would take a meal over there, and they would sit outside on their front porch in rocking chairs, Social distanced, and uh, and and they would fellowship and they would pray with Andy with his family, and and how he enjoyed and looked forward to people coming. not not just because of the meals, though the food is really good, all right, but because of the fellowship and the encouragement, the way that it ministered to Andy. and And now, when Andy and, and Heather hear about that, they have a desire to help with that. They they've received that and and they've enjoyed that, and and they want to also help in that way. And folks, it needs again. Um, it's like we were talking about this morning, the people, when they rebuilt the wall, it was a hundred percent participation. Everybody worked in their part of the wall. Let me encourage you when your deacon or assistant deacon sends around a group email and says, so-and-so has a need, do your very best to participate, jump on it, be the first one. It's going to be sacrifice. It's not easy. It's not convenient and it's not cheap. But you know it's investing in your brothers and sisters in Christ. And by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if ye have love one for another. Right? You see a brother or sister naked and destitute of daily food. We're not supposed to say pee-wormed and filled. I'll pray for you, brother. You know, when you have it by you, serve them. Give. Investing in the kingdom. Folks, anything that's worth doing and of value is not easy. If, if it were, everybody in here could be a brain surgeon or the president or something else, right? Working for NASA. You know what? The, there are a lot of jobs that aren't easy. Not everybody can do everything. And the beautiful, beautiful thing about the body of Christ is that we are all gifted in different areas. Yes, there are spiritual gifts, but even then, my set of spiritual gifts and the level of those spiritual gifts is different from yours. And my abilities and skills and talents uh, are different pretty limited but you know what what god has given me to do i want to do to the best of my ability where i can increase in my ability i want to do that and i trust that you will too but what i'm saying is none of us can do it all we all need each other and in your care groups your deacons and assistant deacons they cannot do it all they need you to get involved and to participate even if it's difficult to do i guarantee you when you when you invest that way and you take a meal and you sit down and you pray with somebody and you just share an encouragement with them or maybe they're highly contagious and, and they don't want to be able to sit down with you for whatever reason you can at least write a note of encouragement and later on just to see how God uses that is so richly rewarding and you'll be so thankful that you sacrifice the time, the effort and even the money or the resources in order to be able to do that so and then writing notes of encouragement I mentioned this morning something that the blues would often do in, in my office, in one of my file drawers, I have notes of encouragement. I actually have bulletins where some of the boys and girls in the church will draw pictures or write notes and give them to me. And I keep those. And there are times when I am uh, thinking of ministry or I'm a little discouraged. I can't believe your pastor ever gets discouraged, right? But there are times when maybe just a little bit, and you know what? I'll pull out some of those notes uh, and they are so encouraging to me. And uh, let me encourage you. And I'm not asking you to write me notes of encouragement. All right? If you want to, fine. I'm not, that's not, what, that's, I'm not hinting. Okay? But what I'm saying is, you can write a note of encouragement to Steve Minio. You could write a note of encouragement to the Rothers. You could write a note of encouragement uh, to to, uh, to Charlotte Felber. She's down sick. Or uh, or to Janet Bowman. She's down sick. Or to somebody else. There, are folks that you could just write a note of encouragement to and be a blessing to them. What a great ministry we can have, even in that way. Track rack stocking team. The whites, they keep the, the track rack stocked, okay? But I'm sure that they wouldn't mind your help uh, from time to time in making sure that, keeping an eye on it and knowing where you can go to refill the, the track rack um, and, and keeping that filled. And maybe they're gonna be out of town for a while and you can help cover that. So you can talk to me, you can talk, uh, to the whites, they would be glad these whites, the new whites. How about that? All right. Not that I'm calling you old brother, Daryl. Okay. (laughs) But we we do have the young whites here, too. Okay, Uh, okay. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Connection cards and pens. Keeping those restocked throughout the auditorium. Now, a lot of times when the kings are here uh, on a Wednesday night uh, and they're practicing, and sometimes their kids will do that, and that's great. But, you know, I'm sure there are times that they could use some help. And so you could talk to the kings about that and say, hey, listen, we know that you guys do it. We don't want to take away ministry from you. But could we help with that? Uh, Doing something. You know, uh, I remember when I, and I think I've shared this with you when I was a youth pastor at Faith Baptist in Longmont, Colorado. I remember uh, that while I was there, uh, this guy got saved and he was just on fire for the Lord. And, and uh, a couple weeks after he got saved, uh, he, he was looking around for something to do. And one Sunday morning after the service, I noticed him going through and straightening all the pew Bibles and the hymns. He was turning them the right way, setting everything neat, making sure they all had the right amount in every rack throughout this whole auditorium for about 400 people. And you know what? He said, I wanted to find something. To, I wanted to start serving God right away. I'm so thankful for God saving me. I want to do something to serve him. And I was just kind of walking in one Sunday night, and I noticed that kind of things were a little bit askew. And uh, and I guess he was maybe a little bit one of those OCD people. And he said, so I want to be the one to straighten that up so that when people come in, everything is neat and it's ready. So after Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, he Took on that ministry. He owned it. Hey, you know what? That was a great blessing. And he was doing it unto the Lord. And the Lord is faithful to reward that kind of service. Serving God is not rocket science. It's not easy. It takes commitment. But it's not complicated. And then I want to talk to you just tonight briefly about some projects. Okay? Um, Brother Steve Rother does a lot of work around here. And I'm so thankful for what he does. And You know, sometimes he could use some help. Um, and maybe you have areas of expertise and ability where you can help them. I know that, that Mark Dalrymple also does uh, some of those handyman kind of things around the church. And I'm so thankful. But if you have skills and abilities and an interest in that, uh, you can let Pastor Blake know and talk with these men and see what needs to be done and work with them in concert to do some of that. Uh, we're actually going to have a work day this spring. We need to refresh the mulch around here. Every two, three years, um, we need to refresh the mulch. So we're going to have a work day here at the church. And it'll probably be more than just spreading mulch we may have two or three different work days throughout this year we're not sure but we know for sure we're going to have one this spring where we're bringing a big old truckload of mulch and it's going to take us several hours on a saturday and we have a lot of fun we have we have some food and refreshments and we have fellowship and we're spreading mulch and and joking with one another and we have a big time and it's just a wonderful way to fellowship and serve the lord and beautify the property here and so we're going to be doing that uh, if you're thinking about some of the big projects, we're talking about uh, over the years, renovating things. We've finished, praise the Lord, now we have our lighting project. Now we would like to do wall sconces along the side and light up these sides a little bit so people can see a little better coming up and down the aisles. Um, and that is going to be in the works uh, soon, Lord willing. But... The next big project then is to resurface our roof. Uh, we've had some roof companies come out and look it over and they say, yeah, it's getting to that point where it needs to be resurfaced. So we've got pictures from drones flying over and taking pictures and stuff. And, and sure enough, that needs to, that needs to happen. So uh, that's gonna be a rather pricey project. We'll let you know some figures. We're still getting some estimates in, uh, but it's gonna be uh, over 100 grand, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and so uh, we're going to be needing to pray and uh, as God will work in your heart to give towards that. Uh, that's one thing that we're going to need to do um, with next this week. Uh, we're on Wednesday. Uh, they're going to be painting the foyer. So we're not going to be able to do the hallways yet. That'd be another $3,000 to do that. OK, um, but we're going to be painting the foyer. And so that the painting in the foyer is going to kind of be a, a foretaste of what we're going to do in the halls uh, and back in the choir room. The choir room is going to be a couple thousand to paint it. And then eventually we'll be painting here in the auditorium all these things in stages. So our anniversary offering uh, this spring is going to be going towards uh, raising the funds to be able to paint the halls um, and to be able to paint the choir room. Another thing that we would like to do is put up an interactive TV screen. Now Carson's probably seen it up there at their church. Um, they have a, they have a, a TV, a, t- a touch screen TV type of a thing. And so you can pull up any of our missionaries that we monthly support. You can see their wedding anniversary, the birthdays of all the kids, everybody's names. You can see on the globe, what part of the world, where they are. You can read the latest up, uh, email update from them. You can even send them an email. Uh, from the screen Um, and so it's a great way for you and your kids to stay engaged in what's happening with your missionaries and to stay in contact with them and just to build more interest and keep missions at the forefront of our thinking so that's another thing that we would like to do this year Uh, another thing that we'd like to do is update some of our signs outside some of our directional signs outside as well as some of the signs in the building um, to update those and again that's another project we'll see um, how the Lord provides but that we would like to do but then I just want to kind of close this, this evening out by saying, let me encourage you to volunteer in your areas of expertise or interest to strengthen the ministries of Marine. And uh, while I don't really want to always point somebody out specifically, uh, we have folks that have um, skills in accounting that really help us out um, with our ministry, with checks and balances, and making sure we're being faithful stewards, and 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 being above reproach in our finances, and and being wise managers of what God has entrusted to us. Um, and so you may have skills like that. Um, Troy Thompson has a lot of technology skills, and man, what an incredible blessing he has been. And Steve Dwyer, uh, with their technology and their knowledge, have been such a blessing to us here, at Marianne, so that we can be excellent, so that we can be up to date, and we can be as as equipped in the ministry, uh, Mitch Jones, Mitch and Christine and all the work that they do with a sound booth. And if you're interested in the sound booth ministry or the live stream ministry, talk to them about it. It may not be as complicated as you think. And I'm sure that they would appreciate your help and they would enjoy training you and helping you and, uh, and you could serve there. And that would be a wonderful blessing because folks, sometimes they're not going to be able to be here when we have a funeral, but you may be able to get the time off to come and run the sound system for us. And even the live stream, uh, if, If the family wants to live stream that funeral service or a wedding or something else like that. And so, or maybe they're out sick or or something like that or away and they need some help. Now, we have some folks helping back out there, but we could use more. Um, but maybe you have some other ability. I know that Robin um, has some wonderful crafting ability, and um, she's done a lot of different graphics work for us. Uh, on Wednesday nights, when, when you see the pastoral staff, we'll often wear uh, a dress shirt or a casual shirt, and then we'll have a Berean logo that's stitched with Berean Baptist Church and the tree. Um, Robin has done that. Uh, she takes her crafting abilities and skills and she'll use vinyl graphics and other things. H- Heather Curlis uh, has done stuff. She's done some beautiful artwork on the chalk uh, room, uh, the chalk wall in the connection point. There are others who've done things. The Brookshires with their skills and ability at design um, and decorating have helped us uh, with a lot of the conceptual designs for our upcoming renovation. Some of you have uh, degrees in engineering and other design. I'm just saying, take those interests and those abilities that you have and say, Lord, how can I invest those, the things I'm interested in, the things that I have ability in, the connections that I have, how can I use those for the Lord? You know, John Rice has been such a blessing around here. Uh, He loves our missionaries and he does a lot with international shipping. I cannot begin to tell you how many missionaries that he has been such an incredible and an important blessing just from his ability and connections within international shipping, Uh, let alone all the missionaries he He's helped to, uh, to get vehicles. Uh, he's even helped us to get a missionary vehicle that we're able to loan out to missionaries. When they come back for a while to report and they need a vehicle, we're able to loan them a vehicle that the church maintains. Well, Brother John helped us to be able to get that. He's helped us with a lot of our vehicle maintenance around here. And if you have an interest or a skill in that, uh, you know what? Nobody has exclusive rights to any of the ministries here. And everybody that I know of that is involved in the ministry here would welcome more help. So please let us know what you can do. Let us know where your interests lie, what your ministry passion is, and we'll find a place to put you to work. We'll put you on a place on the wall where you can serve. So again, let me challenge you. The 2024 events, mark those dates down. You can go on our church website and look at our church calendar, and you can see those events and you can plan those. If you have questions or if you'd like to volunteer, uh, please let us know that. Um, We'll have sign-up sheets and other things like that. Just I know sometimes it's easy to remember there's a sign-up sheet back there and then forget to sign up. That's one of the reasons why we've kind of changed on Sunday mornings doing our announcements to at the end of the service. We believe it helps with the flow of things, but then it also reminds you, hey, there's a sign-up sheet for so-and-so. And And then, hey, right after we sing the dismissal hymn, you can make a beeline right back there that's not out of your memory yet, and you can sign up to volunteer for these different things. Uh, But I trust that you will have A mind to work because you know what for God's glory we can build the wall in 2024 we can do something we can accomplish something by God's grace and with his help that will last for eternity and will be for his glory and those around us will see God did the work it takes many hands I love this graphic you can see it up there you see all those hands together partnering together in a team that's what we want to do we want to support each other encourage each other minister to each other and minister with each other and build the kingdom of god when the people had a mind to work let's pray heavenly father we are so excited about what you may have for us and we would take James' admonition and say, Lord willing, and and truly mean that. If it is your will, we want to do so much more for you this year than we have with vigor and with vigilance. We want to build our own spiritual walk with you. That our walls of defense against sin's enticement would be stronger that the truths of the word of God would be firmly established in our lives and that we would be reaching forth to tear down Satan's strongholds and put up the banner of the cross and of our Savior. Oh Lord, we want to have strong, godly, loving marriages. We want to build our marriages stronger and more Christ-centered in our families to be more Christ-focused and to serve you Purposefully, as families, and then as a church family, to build the wall of the kingdom of God in the Atlanta area, and even in our specific area, to build our part of the wall alongside other gospel preaching, disciple making ministries in our area. Lord, all of this so that when unbelievers, when the heathen see what you're doing here, they give you the glory and acknowledge that only you can do that. And, Lord, without the supernatural power of your grace, without the wisdom of your word as taught to us by the Holy Spirit, all that we would do is vain. My Lord, with you, with you, and by the power of your grace, we can conquer these strongholds and we can do great and mighty things in your name for your glory. Lord, it may be that some of us are going to take home to heaven this year. When you take us home, may we be found faithful before our home going. Or you could come back in the rapture and we would rejoice exceedingly in that. And when we are found in that moment, in the twinkling of an eye, when the trumpet sounds and the archangel shouts, may we be found pure and spotless and faithful and serving and pleasing in your sight. And we'll be sure to offer you all the glory and praise. Our heads are bowed for just a moment. Again, I want to encourage you to make a commitment before the Lord. Please don't make a commitment unless you truly mean business with God. Remember, he knows your heart and the motivations of your heart. And I know for some of you, it's going to be a sacrificial commitment to be to all or to most of the events in 2024 because of the distance you have to travel or because of your workload or because of your business. But let me encourage you to commit before the Lord to ask his help and say, Lord, I'm gonna commit to be involved in as many events at Berean this year as I possibly can and not just to attend but to be actively involved. But God, you're gonna have to make a way. But I'm making that commitment. Would you make the way? And would you give me the wisdom and the grace, whatever you need to pray, Lord, to equip and enable me to do that. Let me encourage you also to say, Lord, what weekly or regular ministries would you have me to be involved in? And Lord, please don't let me make decisions based on the laziness of my flesh, but on the fervency of a spirit-filled life. And Lord, how would you want me to invest even in the temporal plant, the building and, and the different projects that we want to do around here so that we can be a testimony of excellence and can be further equipped to do the work of the ministry using these tools of this property for God's glory and for an eternal purpose. And commit this year to be faithful to invest in the kingdom. In a moment we'll stand and we'll dismiss by singing a closing chorus. Let me just i have a final word of prayer. And then we'll stand and Brother Steve will come and lead us in our dismissal chorus. Again, Father, this is your church. We are your people. We are your sheep. You are the good shepherd. The other pastors and me, we are the under shepherds. May we always look to you and follow your leadings and act on your promptings. My Lord, may we lead this flock and may this flock follow and not stray. Lord, we're also an army. You are our captain. You are captain of the hosts. And Lord, we are soldiers in your army called to put on the armor and to do spiritual battle. May we faithfully do that this year. Lord, you have called us to be workers and to be builders, laying the foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ and then building our spiritual lives on that and building your kingdom and building and laying up an eternal reward. May we serve you with pure hearts fervently. And Lord, would you this year, we're asking you to do great and mighty things which we cannot imagine or even anticipate because it brings glory to your name and strengthens our faith in you and your word. And so Lord, as we dismiss tonight, may it be with purposeful hearts, ready, willing, and stirred up to serve May this not be merely an emotional response, although there's nothing wrong with our emotions being engaged, and it should be that way. You've created us as emotional, spiritual people. But Lord, may it also be a holy, spirit-filled determination to serve you, to do the best we can with what we have for your glory, realizing we only have one opportunity in this brief breath of life to serve you may we be faithful. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand as Brother Steve comes and leads us in our dismissing chorus.